Hello, and welcome to Arsenal Audible. My name is Nathan, and today I'm reading a piece by Scott Willis called Here We Go Again. It was published on August 11th on his blog Canon Stats, which I highly, highly recommend. And in this piece, Scott looks at the upcoming matches for this weekend. He looks at win probability, goal distribution, and of course there's a bit of banter about some of the games and the upcoming season. I'd also like to take a moment to mention that I highly recommend subscribing to Canon Stats. It's as low as $5 a month, and right now they're even running a special for 20% off this upcoming season. The link to get that discount is in the post, uh, Scott's post, which I will link in the show notes here. Let's go. Here we go again. Another Premier League season gets ready to start. A piece by Scott Willis, written for Canon Stats on August 11th, 2023. The summer break for the Premier League is never long enough. I often have plans to try and get some of the bigger projects for data done during this time when there isn't the weekly trickle of new things coming in, and without fail, I almost never get close to the amount done that I hope. This year was no exception. The good news is that a lot of the distractions this summer were due to Arsenal being active early and often in the transfer window, keeping me busy analyzing players lined to and signed. Overall, I came away very excited for the business done so far. At the start of the summer, Adam and I did what I thought was a fun exercise, trying to put ourselves into the position of director of football and allocating 200 million pounds on different positions. That has seen my initial what I thought of as a high level of investment blown out of the water in most of my shopping list already accomplished, plus a really good goalkeeper that was not on my radar. On top of that, the reporting is suggesting that Arsenal might not be done with a chance to be opportunistic as the end of window chaos unfolds. Arsenal were a very good team that I think overperformed last season. They have not rested on that and have addressed the key weakness of this team and I think have put themselves in a good position to be a better team, even if it might not hit the same high points total, and be ready to pounce should Manchester City stumble or have a treble-winning hangover. In City, I still default that they are the strongest team in the league. They have the best striker and a ton of world-class talent behind him. On top of that, they have arguably the best coach in the world, helping to get the most out of them. They have also lost a few key pieces and have a few more players moving into what should be the end of their primes. If there ever is a year where they might slip with Pep at the wheel, it could be now, but it still feels like just a small chance. Behind Arsenal and City, things get messy. How you feel about Liverpool depends on how much weight you put into their end-of-season performances, where they almost caught fourth place versus the injury-plagued early part of the season. I think they could be a very good team, but they still have big question marks in midfield and slowing down teams when they attack. Manchester United made some good moves, but still feel like a solid fourth place team to me, rather than a team ready for a title challenge. Not that I think that will stop pundits. Newcastle exceeded expectations looking very good last season, but I am not sold they're actually the third best team in the league. I have not also been that impressed with their transfer window. 
They also get to navigate the Champions League as a pot four team, which will make their group stage harder to get through. Chelsea, I just have no idea what to say about them. They just have a massive spread in my head on what they can be, and any outcome between third and tenth wouldn't be all that surprising to me, given the amount of unknowns in this squad at the moment. Last of the big seven teams is Tottenham. They seem like they're in a tough spot with the Harry Kane situation. As I post this, it might be resolved, but it is a major issue hanging over them, and it will really skew how they might perform this year. It is an exciting season ahead, and we have a lot of content planned here at Canon Stats. Here's the high-level schedule of what we will produce this season. Weekly and after matches, there will be the Friday newsletter for free, instant reaction post-match for premium members, stats debrief of the Arsenal matches for free, the Canon Stats podcast for free. These will start coming out Friday afternoons again, starting today. Other items will be player profiles and analysis for premium members, film review, which will be a mix of both free and premium, Adam's player rankings for premium members, Arsenal loan reports for premium members, and then Canon Stats podcast interviews for premium members as well. There is a lot of good stuff in store for the next season, and we are glad to have you here. To celebrate the new season, we will be doing a special new season offer where you can get 20% off all things Canon Stats. This will unlock a lot of great content for you, and it allows Adam and I to dedicate the time we can to the work that we do here. And listeners, I will include a link to this 20% offer, along with the link to this blog post in the show notes of this episode. And now the match week one odds. The Premier League starts with newly promoted Burnley hosting the treble winning Manchester City. That doesn't seem very fair, but hey, maybe they can do what Brentford did to Arsenal when they had the same situation. And here Scott lays out the goal probability and distribution for Burnley versus Manchester City, giving Manchester City about 80-something percent chance of scoring two or more goals, and Burnley a 90-something percent chance of scoring two goals or less. This results in Manchester City having a win probability of 77.3%, Burnley 8.5%, and a probability of a draw being 14.1%. Arsenal kick off their season with a match against Nottingham Forest. Forest had the biggest splits between the home, 10th best, and the away, the worst, and that points to potentially a good setup for Arsenal to get off on the right foot. They will go into this match as the biggest favorite of the weekend. And in this distribution, Scott lays out the goal probability for Arsenal, scoring two goals or more, at about 80-something percent, and Nottingham Forest scoring one goal or less at about 75 to 80 percent. This results in Arsenal having a win probability of 80.5 percent, Nottingham Forest having a win probability of 6.8 percent, and a probability of a draw being 12.7 percent. The 7 a.m. kickoffs don't really have a matchup that looks like it should demand attention which will be nice for doing post-match work for Arsenal while the goal rush is on in the background. Here, Scott lays out the goals and win probability for four matches, all kicking off at 7 a.m. The first, West Ham versus Bournemouth, is a pretty equal spread, with West Ham having a slight advantage of a win probability at 37.2% versus 34.2% for Bournemouth. Brighton versus Luton Town is a little bit of a different story. Brighton ends up with a 71.6% win probability, and Luton Town 
a 10.3% win probability. Everton versus Fulham is fairly even, with Everton having a slight advantage at 40.3% and Fulham at 31.8%. Crystal Palace versus Sheffield Field, well, leans Crystal Palace's way 46.3% to 24.5% for Sheffield United. Saturday ends with an intriguing matchup between Newcastle United and Aston Villa. I am skeptical of both teams, with questions if they will be able to repeat what they did last season, but also expect that they will be good to solid teams. There might be some interesting talking points that come out of this match. And in the goal distribution probability for Newcastle versus Aston Villa, Scott is giving Newcastle United a 60%, a greater than 60% chance of scoring two goals or more, and Aston Villa a 80% chance of scoring two goals or less. This results in Newcastle United having a win probability of 53.4%, a slightly greater than majority chance of winning the game, and Aston Villa a 23.4% chance of winning the game, which is about equal with the probability of a draw at 23.3%. The Sunday matches look interesting, and I think there will be the potential for some overreactions from both. What will Brentford look like without Tony? The debut of Ange Postacoglu at Spurs, Chelsea's young squad trying to bounce back, and Liverpool trying to show last season was a fluke. Storylines galore. In Tottenham versus Brentford, Scott is giving uh, an advantage to Tottenham at 43.6% win probability. Brentford, though, has a strong 31.3%, with the draw being at 25.1%. An advantage to Tottenham, but not a huge one. Liverpool versus Chelsea is a pretty similar story. Liverpool has a 44.8% win probability. Chelsea, 312 with a probability of a draw being at 24%. Again, advantage Tottenham and Liverpool in these two games, but not clear runaway favorites. Things end with some Monday night football and what should be a pretty easy match for Manchester United to see them get hyped up as title challengers. In the Manchester United versus Wolves match, Scott has Manchester United with a 75% chance of scoring two goals or more, Wolves with an 80% chance of scoring two goals or less, giving Manchester United a 73.8% win probability, Wolves only 10%, and the probability of a draw at 16.3%. As Scott would say, yeehaw, ready or not, the season is here to go again. This has been a reading by Arsenal Audible. Thank you for listening along.